Welcome to the back-to-back pitch fest, where we each have 30 seconds to pitch a plot to the movie based on this week's topic, and then we vote on who's his best. Um, this week is all about Shane Carruth's films, which generally have convoluted plots, so we're pitching you some non-linear plots. And to kind of help with that, since the, the plotting of non-linear stuff requires a lot of extra information... What we're going to do is we're going to do 45 second pitches instead of 30 seconds for this episode only um, and see if that helps. I actually don't know if it'll help mine or not, so we'll <laughs> see. Um, all right, so I went first last week on the what the hell did we do last week? That was the uh, docudrama. That was docudramas, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Um, unconventional docudrama. Unconventional yeah, documentaries, yeah. as it was. Yeah, yeah, okay. Exactly. So Jacob will go first this week. So what is your title? Uh, mine is called Runcation. Runcation. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly esoteric. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what does Runcation mean? Uh, it is the act of weeding. Oh, oh okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me pull up the. Watch here. Okay. And are you ready? Yes. Okay. And go. A 39-year-old mother of two passes out after a long day at work and is rushed to the hospital by her stay-at-home husband. When she wakes up, the nurses, doctors, and her husband convince her that she's sick. Suddenly, the audience is set off in a non-linear adventure of her memory, a memory that changes and shifts throughout the film. Later, the audience learns that they've been that she's been undergoing an experimental procedure aimed at eliminating the negative memories from her past. Through revisiting her old memories, the audience might be able to piece together a convoluted mystery that puts her and her family at jeopardy. But can the family find out in time? Cool. Cool. So that was 36 seconds, so not bad. Woo! Uh, See, so you did... So Byron and I were talking before this, and we were trying to figure out how to do this without doing the, like... Without saying, oh, in a non-linear fashion, we learn about yada yada. You know what I mean? Because, like, we've done that before, and it's like, that's kind of like... I mean, it makes sense to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you... That's why plotting out... Actually saying a plot to a non-linear movie, you have to say so much extra stuff. Yeah. If you... You know what I mean? you can't really pitch it saying it non-linear. Because then it really kind of wouldn't make sense. But that's kind of the point, too, which yeah. is what I yeah. I try to do, but we'll get to mine, I guess. So It has to be, like, theme-focused. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay, Byron, what is your title? So the title of mine is called Blood Milking. Blood Milking? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> milking the tits of a cow? <laughs> that is not as esoteric as it normally is. <laughs> I know, right? I tried, I tried. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I am. Okay, and... A famous heavy metal singer named Linus makes a pact with the devil after his girlfriend is tragically murdered by a fanatic cult leader. The devil grants him power to control elements of the future and the past. The catch being, he can only delve backwards or forwards in times where blood has been shed. His soul will also be cast into hell. By using the violent act of his girlfriend's murder, he travels back in time to try and rescue his loved one, all the while exacting revenge on the cult leader in the future. He travels back and forth to double down on the murder's damnation, but soon realizes he needs to kill others in order to keep traveling back and forth due to the devil's contract. The viewer has to discern which sequences are the revenge of the future, the rescue of the past, or the conflicting moral decision to kill others during the present. Cool. Mm. Whoops. All right. That was about 40 seconds, so not Woo! bad. Excuse <laughs> me. How's well, me. All right. Here, you can time me. So remember, 45. Sweet. Uh, so my title is A Quantum Plunge. Ooh. Quantum Plunge. Cool. Sweet. Right. Are you ready? 
I hope so. And go. Quan is a DJ making a living playing for bars and clubs. We follow him as he plays for different sized crowds until during one show he sees a pale-faced man smiling at him from amongst the crowd. Shyla, a photographer, frequents a spot that Quan happens to play a lot. At the same show, she is roofied. Later, Quan goes to the beach fire where he takes drugs and is attacked by a pale-faced man after the people seemingly disappear. He is sucked into a whirlpool and suddenly appears on stage again playing music. At the same bonfire, Shyla, who has been roofied earlier, somehow arrives at the bonfire where she sees Quan take drugs and then leave, but can't remember more, more to uh, do to her drugged up state of mind. Quan leaves from a show, but is stopped when Shyla, who jumped from the top of a parking garage, slams into the ground in front of him. He blacks out. We follow Shyla as she is confronted by the pale-faced man on the parking garage and slips to her death. Quan and Shyla continue to weave into each other's lives as Quan deals with the effects of her death and as he attempts... Fuck! (laughs) God, dude, there's so much more to say, too. Oh, man. Wow. Alright, well. Fuck me. (laughs) God damn it. I should have gone with the 60 second one. 60 seconds, yeah. I was the only one who needed it, though. God damn it. Uh, I knew I was going to have to concede this one anyway, for the most part. So, All right, Jacob, what do you think? Um, Well, I like both of these. I think they can both be non-linear, you know? And I like how both of them kind of really uh, pull in the convoluted aspect of of Shane Carruth films. Because uh, they both seem like pretty complex in like their plotting you know um but because of that i'm gonna have to go with keats wow um because byron's i just for some reason i couldn't follow your pitch like i don't know if it was like oh it was like too complex or i just like got lost between the the time elements of it and the the devil and and the and, and, and all that stuff, yeah. which I was like, oh, this is like so Byron, but like I just, <laughs> I just got lost. Oh yeah, you know no worries. I mean? Yeah, but for Keats, like it, maybe it was just like really, just much easier to swallow or something. I don't really yeah. know because okay. maybe it was like it's something that I've seen before. Cool. Um, but was like different enough, but was I was still like familiar with it. You know cool. what I mean? Cool. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'm gonna go with Keats. Sweet. Sweet. Is that me? Yeah, now you. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go with Keats. Too. Oh man, really? <laughs> oh, holy shit! Like, I think it's like edgier, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like cool. I, like uh, I like Jacobs, but it's like safe. For for me, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. No, that like makes sense. it. Um, like it would be it would be interesting to watch, but it doesn't have, you know, roofies and, you know, DJs and. Stuff that I'm, Weird shit. you know, it yeah. would be, you're, yeah, yeah, you're be, into, yeah, yeah, like, well, not into roofies, but like, 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 like as a, as someone roof, who's about to go on a first date, as like coming a, over here. roofies, like as like a theme, would be, you know, or a part of a, a to further a plot or something would, is interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. It, it's more my. Well, since since you guys sure. both voted for mine, I'll just tell you what the rest of it was. So Sweet. it says, "Yeah, uh, Quan and Shyla continue to weave into each other's lives as Quan deals with the effects of her death, and as and as he attempts to learn what is happening to him, learning that Shyla was trying to capture the man on camera." Oh, cool. It, it has like this Gasper no yeah. kind of yeah. feel to it too. It does have that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. my initial, because I wrote this, I've been writing on this before, so I kind of just pulled a plot that I've used, like, had in mind before, Yeah. and my mi- huge influence of that was Lost Highway. Oh, sweet. I, when you said pale, yeah. I'm not going to lie, that was the first the thing first that guy, came to right? me, was the, 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 exactly. the, the, the white-faced guy, and who, in real life, he killed someone. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, dang. And, and he, he was, he was let go, but he was still, I mean, 
I mean, he basically everybody knew he did it. Robert Blake is his name, and uh, he also played a real, the real, you know, the Capote's film uh, or a book in Cold Blood. Mm-hmm. He played one of the killers oh, in that film oh, in Cold okay. Blood. Wow! Yeah, wow. yeah. Irony. which they filmed that film <laughs> in the real locations of the murders and everything. Um, Dang, that's so. Crazy. Yeah, but he played one of the killers, and then he actually ended up being a killer. What a trip! Yeah. Wow. Um. This is tough because I like both yours because Jacob took the approach that would make sense to take by describing, you know, describing it and kind of talking about the nonlinear stuff. But what really sold me on Byron's, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with Byron's because at first I wasn't going to until you started at the end, kind of being like, just trying to say like, you know, you can't really tell what's the past and the future as he tried to do it. What sold me on it was this idea that he could only travel into points in time their blood had been shed that's yeah, yeah. something i would never heard cool cool so like that was like unique <laughs> enough that i was like Sweet. okay cool i can i can go with that one so i have to go with byron's this time but i take the lead yeah which means Sweet. i think i'm two yeah. points ahead, two points ahead now yeah yeah, yeah. freaking yeah. steamrolling yeah. us yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah dude and this Sweet. is a script that actually i really enjoyed writing when i was writing it it just got so yeah. Experimental yeah. that I didn't know what to do with it. Like I was getting lost right. trying to write it. So, yeah, but same. It was a tough. It was a tough pitch to, to work on. Yeah, but this one yeah. actually is like be I think fun to make. But it was a struggle. Cool. Uh, cool. All right. So I take this week's um, pitch fest. Uh, make sure you check out the episode, the main episode on Shane Carruth um, and his two films, Primer and Upstream Color. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. It's Primo. <laughs> it's what? It's Cremo? Hi, I'm Primo. 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 <laughs> I don't know what that primo. means. What is Primo? Well, it was like a play on primer. I don't know. Oh. It was, it was, it was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> primo. What a strong ending. <laughs> uh, we should talk about uh, Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ariel. She's a good protagonist. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.